entertained? Are you not entertained? Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. You're listening to the French Press Podcast, where we discuss events from our life. Welcome to the French Press Podcast. This is episode 345. And it's Election Tuesday, November 3rd, 2020. What an exciting day. Yep. I'll be honest, I barely thought about it all day. I thought about it some, but not a terrible much. Yeah. I mean, I, I honestly didn't have time. I was so busy working for you. <laughs> I was so busy. You're welcome. Running around. Keeping your mind off of trivial things. <laughs> it's not trivial, but yeah. It's uh, not necessarily yeah, something to get all riled up about either. But yeah, maybe, you know, who knows, tomorrow or uh in a week <clears throat> we're we're going to find out if it's going to be sleepy sleepy joe or tragic trub. <laughs> Who's uh, going to win the race? Um, we do have some topics today. As many of you know, we had a French fest this past weekend. How many of them actually know? We don't know. We don't know. It, actually, it could be very few of them know. Well, I know some uh, – I heard from some people that, oh, they are a little bit behind. They didn't listen to last week's episode. But that's why you should listen every week because things come up spur of the moment. They do. Many times French Fest is planned a year in advance like the second Tuesday of September. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's planned just a few days in advance, like it was this last time. <laughs> but if you want to be in the know, the best way to do that is to subscribe. Go to frenchpresspodcast.com slash subscribe, and we will send you emails when we have important updates coming, and whenever we release a new episode, you'll get notified. We have some new subscribers. Thank you, Martha, Janice, Emily and Jolene for subscribing. Wow. And We're getting a lot of new subscribers. That's free, by the way. Oh, totally it's, free. It's free to get the emails. Totally free. Yep. To be on the email list. And you'll be in the know. Um, so let's talk a little bit about French Fest. We, we ended up, I think everyone probably knows by now, we went to Nolbrook Farm in Goshen, Indiana. Is they, it, no, I think it's technically New Paris. No, the address is, is Goshen. It is Goshen. Okay. Yeah. All right. The address on their website. Okay. And we went on their corn maze. And it's surprising that I, I, I've never been to a corn maze. And I think it's just because I always thought it was just... Something frivolous. Like, something... Like an election. Something <laughs> something for children to do to entertain themselves. Ah. Uh, and, I mean, it definitely is that, too. But it was fun. I had an enjoyable time walking through the corn. There was a lot of things to do. Yeah, it was... It's more than just a maze. Nobrook Farm is not just a maze. It's, it's amazing. Uh, they, uh, if, if, if you would have been a patron, uh, you would have been able to see some, some pretty intense pumpkin slinging. Mm-hmm. Uh, some... I don't know if we got Jeff and his wife uh, racing on little... Little, oh, little tricycles. Tri- tricycles. Um, on a track. I don't think we got that. For you, some things, you just have to be there. Yeah. But you you did miss out yeah. if you weren't a patron. They so. also had, yeah, the pumpkin slinging was was fun. It, I was picturing more like a catapult launching large, um, like twice the size of a basketball pumpkin. Yeah, yeah. And I was picturing lofting them in the air several 
hundred feet possibly. Well, yeah. no, not several hundred, not several hundred, just about 70 to 80 feet in the air. Yeah. And then having them come smashing and crashing down onto some hard surface. Like flinging them across a field. Yeah. Yes. That's what I was imagining. It wasn't quite that epic. It was not. Um, but still fun. But but still fun. Yeah. Um, and it was actually just more like a large stationary slingshot with little fist-sized pumpkins. Yeah. Not the kind you would be able to make a pumpkin pie out of, but the kind that you would decorate your front porch. Or your uh, table. Or your, yeah. Your, your, your uh, dining room table. Yeah. Or your school desk. Yeah. Because it's small enough to fit on there. A school desk? Yeah. Did you decorate your no. desk when you were in school? No. What about your cubicle, like when you were in high school? Uh, I mean, a little bit. I, I know I put sticky um, um, pins in some some kind of shape or fashion. Decorative yeah. pattern. Yeah. yeah. Very good. So it was fun. We um, Should we mention some of the outstanding um, people who showed up? Let's not mention the outstanding ones. Let's just mention people. Okay. Well, Mitch was there. Yeah, right. Mitch and his wife were there. That was cool. Yeah. Glad they showed up. Also, uh, my, uh, Michael Yoder, the mm-hmm. official, the he he has officially declined the title of the leader of the militant wing. Okay, he has he has uh, relinquished it. He has resigned it. He has given it up. There's a certain word. Yeah, it's like when you're asked, you're you're being promoted, but you decline the promotion. Um. Uh, it's not resigned because that would be after you would already. He's have forfeiting. Been forfeiting. For- forfeiting. He he is. Yeah, I think forfeiting would be the correct term. Um and and thus, Mitch. No, no, there's no, there's a better word. Ah, it's when you admit giving it up. I think I actually often talk about in an election. Yeah. Um, I, not, I don't know what it is. Decline. No. Anyway, keep keep on going. Um. Yeah, I can't think of the word either. Uh, so I guess that only leaves Mitch in the running. I guess so. To, to be the unofficial leader of the militant wing of the French Press podcast. So you're welcome, Mitch. I, I think Michael has taken up the, the title of official encyclopedia. Yeah. Of and the he French has, Press podcast. He has something in the works that will make future – um, research or keeping track of different things from the podcast make it easier somehow, indexable somehow. Indexable. Well, he didn't say specifically, but that squeaking is really shrill. Yeah, it is. So I'm excited about that. He did say it could take up to a year. So, Well, great things take time. Yeah. So um, We also had uh, local author Katrina Hoover-Lee and her husband, Marnell, showed up as well. Katrina's been on the podcast a few times. And I think she's actually got a new book out called From White House to the Amish. Yeah. True story. Based, It is, I think, called Fictional History. It's based on a real person with a lot of factual things, but some of the you, – you don't, we don't know the full story, so she kind of fills in a little bit here and there. Actually, it's very similar to um, – yeah, Captain Garrison. Captain Garrison, yeah. So um, you can go over ahead, uh, check that out, katrinahooverlee.com. Very good. All right. And then uh, my parents showed up as well. 
Yeah. So we had a good time. We did. Sat around the campfire, swapped stories. We drank some hot chocolate. Mm-hmm. So Probably. next time, next time, don't don't miss French f- Fest. Because we don't know when it's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> so subscribe. I have a tech tip for you today. Is it for what what users? Is it for uh, PC users, Android phone users, it iPhone is, users? It is for Mac users. Mac yeah. users. One of the great things about Windows is how you can snap uh, a window into either the left side or the right side or top or bottom or not bottom but um of of your screen yes and it is something that i really liked about windows 7 is when it was first introduced and then windows 8 tried to ruin it a little bit and then windows 10 makes it actually really nice again Mm -hmm. and mac doesn't have that they don't have a way to you can go full screen very easily but they don't have a great way to have apps side by side in my opinion you can go side by side, but it actually ends up hiding the menu bar at the top. Yeah, it goes into a full screen yeah, side by side. I, I don't like that. I like to be able to see my menu, see the time. I like to see that stuff. Okay. So there's a really handy app, and it's called... Show my menu. <laughs> no, it's called Magnet. Oh. You can buy it in the app store. How much is it? Uh, Like 3 or $4. It's very, very inexpensive. <sighs> and I'm really impressed. It works great. I did some, a little bit of research, looked at a few different ones, and um, I really like it. It has some different keyboard shortcuts where you can snap it to the left or right or full screen. And obviously, you can just drag it, drag a window to the left or the right as well, and it will do the same thing. Mm-hmm. But definitely, I give it um, a five-star recommendation. Five-star? Yeah. It just It's Whoa. simple, lightweight, and it's inexpensive. So check out Magnet and... Uh, you will not be disappointed. Any Every Mac user should install this. If you ever work with Windows side by side. So there's my tech tip for you this week. I, I have done Windows side by side, but more often than not, I, I use the, the switching of desktops. If I'm, if I'm going back and forth between something, I don't know. Especially if I'm making notes, I like to just see notes i like to have things i I need usually what i'm working on i need stuff side by side yeah yeah and i get that but if you have two screens i would rather if you have two monitors i think it's best to have one app full screened on one monitor and then one app the another app full screen on the other monitor. even then i just have four half windows really yeah oh my because i have that set up at my office Mm mm-hmm and I guess I guess I do the one screen, which is my, my laptop, is my second monitor. I have my, my primary large one. Mm-hmm. And that one I usually do side-by-side windows. And then on my laptop, which is a smaller screen, I do go full screen, typically full screen on that. Okay. So I would have three yeah, A laptop is so small. It's it's actually hard to go side-by-side. Yeah, it is. On, on a laptop. Yeah. It's just too narrow and kind of – it's just small. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Tech problems. Yeah. All right, Lane. I see you brought a lot of things, but um... oh, you know what? We haven't acknowledged <laughs> what the fact that Jeff's gone. Uh, yes, <laughs> he's not. He's Jeff, not here this episode. He's not only. He's not just late. He's not going to be here. He's a no show. 
Yeah. Some might even go as strong as to say a bale whale. <sighs> a bale whale? Yeah, a bale whale. It's someone who bails. Huh. Who bails on you. Like, yeah, he's not, yeah. not going to... Eh, you know what? I changed my mind. I'm not gonna. I'm not coming after all. I'm bailing on you, hmm. bail whale. That is interesting. I had, I had someone today say something very unexpected, and I was, I don't know. It made a bigger impression on me than what I thought it would. But was it something about like bo or your? No. Okay. It was a comment about a feature that I have. Oh. Can you guess what feature? Well, it, may, it can only be two things. Mm-hmm. It can either be your height mm-hmm. or the white spot on your head. No, it's neither of those things. Um, other than that, there's, I mean, I can't imagine what else it would be. Somehow, I don't know exactly what it is, but I feel that my, my beard has been getting like longer like it's just growing get away from the microphone so i I can see you it's just it's just it's really it's coming in Mm -hmm. and it's it's getting fuller yeah my wife attributes it attributes it to uh she makes a a breakfast mix for Mm -hmm. me and puts it in a little mason jar and i i have the same thing every morning for breakfast it's like it's like oatmeal with some chia seeds and yogurt and and uh, syrup. Raisins. I don't think there's any raisins in there. Uh, I thought I had some. There's blueberries. Okay. Um, and one thing that she puts in there is collagen. Collagen. Yeah. Which she says is really good for your hair, and she thinks that it is p- promoting beard growth. Oh, well, maybe I should try it because I also suffer from a. I mean, I'm not sure what the, what the proper term is, but I, I don't have a very thick. I don't. I don't either. Thick facial hair. I don't either, except for right underneath my chin, <laughs> <laughs> underneath strategically, like kind of not hidden. not on the front, yeah. not where yeah, towards like, the back. Yeah, it's toward the. It's like more where the neck meets the bottom of the jaw. Yeah. Well, right just there. walk around with your with your nose and the air your head the held high. Yeah. Anyways, so Jeff's younger brother, Kyle. Which is, uh, he's big Kyle. Yeah. For the ones that know him. Or for the, we've talked about a lot of different Kyles. He's one of them. He's big Kyle. Yeah. And I am, I'm convinced he gets a little bit taller every time I see him. (laughs) I think it's just him spiking his hair up. Well, maybe he's, maybe he's saying some collagen as well. A little stronger. (laughs) Uh, hair growth, some miracle grow. Um, he, I, I was, I was warming up my lunch, and he was also in the lunchroom. And he's like, he stopped me. He said, hey, "Late, late, late. This is something that I just need to say. And this is this is kind of random, but you know, you're you're kind of growing out your beard. And you know what you look like? Like what? A miniature Reuben? What? And I was like, what does that even? No. <laughs> A miniature Reuben. Yeah. I just, no. Well, you've still got some growing to do in some I, other areas, mainly <laughs> around your, your gut. I told him, like, I don't wear out my shoes near as much as Reuben does. I, I'm i barely involved in IT. 
Actually, I'm probably more involved You're in more IT involved than, than, I am. than you are. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm more Ruben than you are. Yeah. That's awkward. Uh, and I just, yeah, I don't know. It just struck me funny. I don't know. A miniature Ruben. A miniature Ruben. What if, what if it's not me that's a miniature Ruben, but Ruben is just a, a taller Layton? No, but I was here first. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. We, we, I did have a trend going. Look at my birth certificate. I was born you were, several years before you. Yes. But, Ruben, where did, who started working at PWI first? <laughs> you, you have to think. Well, I mean, I think Jeff started working there first. Jeff did. And Kyle before him. Um, of us cousins. Oh, I mean, that would be not big Kyle, but I'm not sure what red red Kyle. Bearded Kyle. Bearded Kyle. Bearded Kyle. Okay. Oh, is it a crybaby face Kyle? Yeah. <clears throat> um, You're right. You worked at PWI before I did. Yep. But I did IT before you did, and now you're doing IT. That's uh, that's a good point. And you're you're also helping with marketing some. It's been a long time, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it, it has. It's been a long time, but yeah. Um, I if if my memory serves me right, I I I bought a Flex first. Hmm. If my memory serves me right, I I married. A, a a a Miller girl first, and then I just see this trend. If anyone is is a version of someone else, I feel like it's. I mean, I think if my memory serves me right, I was commissioned first into the ministry, and then I'm not commissioned in the ministry. You're preaching at your church as well. Everyone preaches. Everyone, but especially the elders wow. of the church. Um, I just see a lot of things that would indicate. Well, I think we need to set up you well, being a version next, of me. What is the next big change that separates us that one of us hasn't done yet? So but we'll, then the other one will do or could do potentially. Oh, okay. Um, I could see you getting a freeze dryer. <laughs> Um. Huh. Might have to think on that a little bit. It has to be a pretty big thing. Yeah. Like, like, like it's a, it's like a like a life changing thing. Yeah. I I admit you you uh discovered Donald Miller first, mm -hmm. and I'm not completely on the Donald Miller train nearly. Yeah, uh, as much as you are, but... But you'll get there. <laughs> we'll, we'll get you there. <laughs> Stick around. Um, what else could it be? Hmm. What is the next big thing? I mean, I think the one thing would be starting a business, which I hear that you might start a little freeze-dry business on the, on the side. We might. Yeah. We might. Hmm. Huh. We have a website. You do. There's just nothing on it. Oh, you have a domain. I have a domain. Yeah, you're right. I have a domain. You should set up just a simple web page so that because listeners are probably out there wondering, well, 
I want to I want to know what it is. I want to read more about it. I want to sign up for to be notified when I can buy the product. I agree. I agree. They're chomping at the bits, but <laughs> well, no, they can't because <laughs> all of the bits are still at our house. You know, oh. We're not selling any of the bits. I know, but they want to know when the bits are ready to sell. I agree. Uh, I might I might work on that over Thanksgiving. Possibly. Oh, that sounds like fun to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does sound like fun. And when and when when that's ready, our subscribers will be the first to know. That's right. Frenchpresspodcast.com slash subscribe. <laughs> You'll know when Layton's website goes live. Oh my. Um hmm. I don't really know. We should we should ask Jeff what he sees in our lives that are different that the other one could you know, copy. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. All right. <clears throat> what else is on the docket for today? Um, we already did a recap of of uh, here's something French Fest that I, I want to tease maybe for next week. I've been thinking: Is there? How do you teach children to make a great decision? And you can teach them in every situation, like whether it's different financial situations or whether it's um, safety decisions about getting candy from strangers or whether it is spiritual decisions about believing this thing that you've read about or heard about or whether it's believing not a spiritual thing but just a thing in the news maybe, like is this uh, a conspiracy theory or is it possibly legitimate? There's so many different ways that you can make either a good decision or a bad decision. And sometimes the things that look like a good decision might end up being the wrong one or slightly wrong. But, but you know, you, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So I was trying to think: is there a formula? A formula to create to, to hand to your children. And obviously, it would have to be a somewhat complex formula to be able to answer many or most of life's questions. But is there a formula that you could teach your children? This is the way to think. This is the process to go through when you're making a decision. So that you make the right decision. Hmm. And I haven't, I haven't come to a. I don't know what it is yet. Well, here's the thing, though. You have to d first determine wh what determines whether it is right or not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because someone's opinion about whether something is right will differ than what you think is right. The, the right decision. Yeah. And then that has to be then applied to the formula. To shape the formula. Correct. Yeah, and most of the decisions I'm talking about is where they're in, – in hindsight, when you step back from it 10 years later, you can see this was the better decision. Yes. So like either it ended up costing less money, you spent less money, you saved more money um, – Whatever. Okay. So I'm, I'm not talking about as much like philosophical things like is it better to wake up at 6 a.m. or is it better to stay up late? Is it better to eat um, extra fruits and veggies? Is or... it better to go camping or is it better to stay at home? Yeah. I mean to me that's pretty obvious too. But, but... like I said, the right decision. I mean, I mean it's pretty obvious what the right decision is. According? <laughs> Fine. Yeah. You like that. Th <laughs> things like that that are more preferences than – 
right or wrong or good or vanilla bad. or chocolate yes preference mm. so let's just think about this hmm. i think there is a formula that will at least get our children and people at a good place to make the decision but by formula are you saying like they input the variables and it just spits out the right answer basically this seems like something impossible this seems like something <clears throat> in a fairy tale like like a a magic blender where you just like fit whatever preferences you want into this blender you just push this button and it applies the formula and, blah, 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 and it spits out the thing the the, the right answer i i think that's a it's a figment of your imagination. I don't think so. Okay. Because I, I think the formula is probably fewer than five steps. Oh, okay. And I think I think the way it would start is find your basis for truth. Oh, okay. Is, is the first, like, step. And so when it's a news story, find out what you, like, know to be true. Could, could this formula be as simple as, hey, just – Read Proverbs every day. Read well, probably a lot of the stuff would be in Proverbs. A, a lot of the ho- hopefully is that too simple of a formula for you? Like what does what does find Proverbs the, find say the answer in Proverbs? Yeah. Well, is that too simple? No, because one one of my one of like the one things I was thinking about is like what does the Bible say about it? Yeah, is, is definitely in in the in the but so the, somewhere in that formula. But but this formula. Uh, I don't think that Proverbs will tell you whether chocolate or vanilla. Well, that's not what we're looking for. Oh, I thought it, I thought we were applying this for preferential things. No, excluding preferential things. Oh, I'm sorry. I No, no. <laughs> See, Anything... When you went to, what is our basis for truth? I, I, was, I was very confused because I thought like, oh, we're just talking about things that are just preferences. No. Oh, all right. So, I, serious things, like not not things that are preference. Yeah, totally. Yeah, you're right. What is your basis for truth? Yes. <laughs> it's like envisioning <laughs> like your your child like coming up to you, and saying, "Dad, I don't know whether I should get chocolate or vanilla." And it's like, well, what? Does, Put it in the blender. What's your pre? What is your basis for truth, son? What is it? Ah, the Bible. Yes. And what does Proverbs say about chocolate? It'll actually, actually, it would Proverbs would more give you more direction as to ice cream or not, or dessert or not. Yeah. The bigger question, the question before you get to chocolate or vanilla. Yeah. So let, let's think about this. Maybe we can come back to it next week and have some thoughts on it. Hmm. All right. I think. I think we're ready to wrap up the episode. Oh my! I know we didn't get edibles or coffee today. Because of Jeff's absence. Would we call this a bland episode? If this co- if this tasteless. If this episode was a coffee flavor or if we would rate it yeah. on our system or on our rating system, where would it be one to five stars? Yeah, I mean at least a three. Yeah. But it's it's worth listening to. <laughs> But are you missing out on much? Well, I guess that's up to the 
I don't know if we can answer that. Should that be our poll question this week? Um, if you can, if you can post it. No, I, I think that we've been for some reason. I think that wherever you were posting it, we've been using Survey Monkey or something, oh. and and then and posting Jeff, that link. That's a Jeff thing. That's a Jeff thing. He's ah, he's man. our Survey Monkey. He's 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 gotten his fingers into the podcast so much that we can't even do a poll without him anymore. Wow, Jeff, we need you back. Anyway, Layton, what's the point? Uh, the, the, the point is we need a formula to make good decisions. That's the only point. And what's our word of the week? Word of the week is formula. <laughs> <laughs>